action. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Moses, and I'm not talking to myself, because that would be weird. Today I'm talking with my brother Adam. That's me, on my own show. Hi, Hi. thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Today I'll be talking about dating experiences, from my first crush, my first love, to relationships, and their lack thereof. And I brought also Adam because it would be kind of lonely alone. Indeed. So oh. let's 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 get into it. What what do you want to talk about? You know, what's what's the first thing on your mind? What 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 should we start with? First, maybe should start with like your first crush. Do you remember what it was? Mine? Yes. Oh, I thought we were talking about yours. Um. Mine was well. I feel bad. I feel like we should be talking about yours before mine. But okay, we can talk about um, mine. Yeah, let's talk about yours and then I'll share. Okay. So I feel like this is your idea, so I, I don't want to take away from it. Go ahead. Uh, so my first crush, I remember, it was in fifth grade. And it was the first time I started have to have feelings for a girl, and I only call it crush because I think I only really liked how she looked and nothing really else. I see. And I remember that after some time, while also overhearing in class uh, where she was living, because she was living in the same village, that I went up to her house and I got a friend with me to like support me and start all chicken out of it. And then I remember going up to her gate and I kid you not, I do not remember how it continued. Maybe it was so dramatic that I just deleted it from my memory. I could not tell you how that went. So you deleted your first approach to your first crush at their house out of your brain? Apparently, yeah, because I can't really remember what happened there. Oh my. All right. And so, yes. so what ended up happening? Like, did you end up seeing her at school? I did see her at school and... The thing is, it was pretty normal. Like, we were still... Nothing really changed in school. Just that... She was still there, and I was still there, and we went normal to school. But... And then, so, yeah, like, you didn't have any other, like, kind of romantic interaction? No, we did not, no. Did they know you liked them? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. <laughs> You don't, you don't know if they knew? Yeah, because as far as I remember, I was just at her gate and maybe I just left. So I don't really think that she knows that I liked her, but she could have. But by the fact how normal she acted in school, she probably did not. <laughs> right. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. And um... I'm really an overthinker because... <laughs> I already thought because she was from Arabia and I was thinking way ahead in the future that if I end up being together with this girl, I would not want to go to Arabia just to visit her family. <laughs> Why? It'd be an, that'd be such a fun trip, though. I don't know. <laughs> it's not really a country I, I, I thought that I would want to see at some point. Hey man, I would take advantage of it any chance I could. I'd be like, man, all right, if I'm gonna have a trip, yeah, I've never been. I'd love to see what that place is mm -hmm. like. You know, 
Um, you never know. You never know what sort of fun things you'll find when you get. That's true. You gotta like just do things sometimes. Just just do it. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Um. Let's see. What about my? Yeah. What about brush? yours? Um. Well. Um. The first. I'm trying to think. Crush. Like crush. Crush. Um, cause I, I, there's one person that comes to mind, but it was like a middle school, like, you know, that'd probably be the one that I would say was like a real crush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with that one. So she ended up being my first girlfriend. Um, but so we were more successful than me. Y- yeah, but like <laughs> not, not initially, like it's, I was very awkward. I wouldn't even hold her hand to eventually like when I developed a crush and here's why I feel, well, she was a big part of my life. Um, but I met her in middle school, mm-hmm. and I didn't even really notice her until one day I was at lunch with my friend Josh, and I said, "Hey, um, you know, who do you have any crushes on?" Because I was like, you know, trying to decide like if I if I liked girls at the time, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So like we were like teenagers, and I'm just like, "Am I there? Do, like, should I be noticing girls?" So I wanted to see like if my friends were right. So I asked my buddy Josh, and I was like, "Hey, who who do you like?" And he whispers in my ear the person's initials. And I didn't even notice this girl until he mentioned her because but she had very interesting. Both of her initials were vowels. So I was like, huh, who the fuck do I know that both their first and last name starts with a vowel? So mm-hmm. I was trying to like go through. And then I was like, oh, is it this person? Is it this person? There's like two I could think of. And it was the second one. And he pointed her out in the lunchroom. And I was like, huh, yeah, she is cute. And then he, I felt a little guilty because eventually I ended up dating her and he never did. <laughs> uh, that's a thick thing to do. <laughs> I didn't do it because of that. It's just that I didn't really notice. I didn't have any classes with her at the time. So I didn't really know her that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, wow, she's cute. You know, I never, I've never seen her before. I never like, you know, um, she very much was somebody who in the beginning when I met her liked to blend in. Eventually she did not blend in. She very much grew into like dyeing her hair like cherry like fire engine red and like wearing very interesting clothes that i ended up kind of also started wearing in my goth phase well it was kind of a goth phase more of a punk phase really not a goth phase um but but yeah that was who that that was it i remember and then eventually several months you know i told her i liked her and then we kind of dated but it was eighth grade and i was stupid and she was stupid and we didn't really get it right until like our like 10th in 10th grade like we dated and then we broke up and we tried it again and it didn't work and we broke up and the third time we stayed together until like three years after high school you know but yeah That's that was my fascinating first that after two breakups you would stay together for that long yeah we were just dumb kids and yeah. we always knew we had chemistry but like just the time it didn't work out like i wasn't feeling confident i was still feeling figuring out who i was i wouldn't even hold her hand like i was too scared yeah i kissed her like once the whole time we were dating as an eighth <laughs> grader and i was like yeah. i don't know what we're doing you know i can relate to that yeah yeah and then ninth grade we tried it again and then at that time like there were other people that had interest in her and then like i felt like i was competing a lot and just i don't really remember why that one didn't really work out it just didn't and then one day in 10th grade i found out she still had somewhat of an interest in me from her best friend so i just walked up to her and lunch and wrapped my arm around her and said hey you want to do this again and she goes yeah <laughs> that's a bold <laughs> and move. then we and then we stayed together you know until probably like 2008 or 2009 okay you know, that's we graduated cool. and yeah so that was that was it so she was the only person i dated in high school i didn't date anybody else outside of her when we were broken up okay so you you, yeah. you just didn't like any other girls or you wanted to stay loyal to her 
Um, it wasn't that I didn't like any other girls. There were other girls that I thought were interesting or that I considered maybe. And there were a couple that expressed interest in me too. But like, I don't know. I think there was a part of my brain that thought, well, hey, you know what? Like there's still something about her and I feel like you didn't do a good job. I never felt like the first couple times that like I gave it my best shot in that relationship. And she was the only thing that was kind of familiar to me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I just, uh, I think it would, might've been a loyalty thing where I was like, Hey, you know what? She dated other people. She dated a couple other guys before, you know, I came back around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably a blend of me having familiarity with her and also having like some kind of loyalty maybe that I thought, Hey, you know what? I can do it better. You know, I just need a couple guys. tries. <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't date anybody. She was the only person I had dated for a big part of my teens and my 20s. Like, mm. I didn't see any... After she and I broke up for the last time, like, after high... Like, a couple years after high school, I didn't, like... I wasn't with anybody for, like, seven years. That's a pretty long <laughs> so, time. So, like, <laughs> well into, like, my mid-20s wasn't until I felt brave enough to, like, really, like, try. Mm. You know? Um, so it was a long... That's about, was a I long, am dry... Right. It was a long dry spell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know that was a little winded, but that was my experience. And that's what's good to you. It was quite interesting. Didn't know that before. Yeah. Well, you know, I love the share. So thank you for yeah. asking, Mr. Host. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the next thing I want to talk about is the first time where you like felt, I don't know if you have had it before, but where you really thought that you are in love. And do you want do you want me to go first or you first? Uh, let's just keep the order like that, like we had before. Okay, so you, okay, you first. And that for me was in uh, seventh grade, because in seventh oh. grade we got a new student in the class. <laughs> Going after the new meat, huh? Yeah, <laughs> new, the the fresh meat, the new blood. And the thing was that. Everything kind of seemed so perfect, like about her and the circumstances. Um, I remember she had black hair, was roughly around my height, and also lived in my village because we took the bus together. Oh, so she was close. Uh, yeah, and the convenient. Thing, like I said, the whole circumstances were convenient. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, one thing I also liked about her, and now it's not as bad or good as as a child, as a child, I was like really, really innocent and naive. So I didn't even like insults or like anything lewd. I was just a really innocent child. And she also never really used any insults. The worst insult I've heard her use was idiots and nothing really else. And I also liked that about her. You liked her kindness? Her, yeah, her and... ability to reserve bad compliments? Or exactly, bad comments. yeah. And she was also really smart, which was also a problem. <laughs> it was a problem because after the 7th grade... What? <laughs> what? Wait, I'm sorry, I just, I was reacting like it was a problem? <laughs> yeah, because... After 7th grade, she left the school again because then she went to a better school because she was so smart. <laughs> wow. And that's why that is a problem. I see. And... So I... 
really liked this girl for this whole year, but I couldn't really muster up any courage to ask her out. There were rare occasions where we like talked a couple of words, like for example, something that happened to me quite a lot is me being forgetful and stuff that if we had an hour that yeah, cancelled because the teacher is sick or something and the class would start at a later time. I would forget that and be in class around 8 anyways. Mm. And there were times when then she arrived in school as like the first and then we kind of talked because there was also a board with dates and stuff and then she asked me what date it was and kind of small talk we had sometimes. But and this is leading to you falling in love with her? No, I pretty much was in love with her one of the very early on when I saw her. Oh, so you felt you 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 feel that it was love like at first sight? Pretty much, yeah. I see. Interesting. Did you? Would, maybe I missed this part. Did you guys actually start dating, or was it just you just liked her really hard? I just liked her really hard, and like I said earlier, I didn't have any courage to like talk to her much much more. Oh, oh, you didn't like, oh, except for just being like, hey, what date is it? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we only had some small talk sometimes. And in your brain, you were like, ha, huh, yes, that was our second date. Okay, <laughs> no. things, things are moving smoothly. No, it wasn't <laughs> quite like that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, though, man. And good stuff. the thing is, I don't think this is holding me back, but also not very recently. But over the years, there's been some times where I thought about her and was wondering what she's probably doing right now because I had, didn't have contact with her since like seventh grade. Oh, well, maybe you can find her. Maybe you can reach out somehow and be like, hey, homie, remember me? Well, I tried Googling her name, but that didn't really give any results. <laughs> yeah. So that will probably just be a memory, nothing more. Hey, you know, it, it, it's, but it's something that struck you enough that you held on to it this long. Yeah. Like, like I really, really like that girl. Do you, do you think, um, do you, do you think that that had an effect on how you look at potential partners now? So many years later? Um, I don't think that it affects me but it does fit kind of into my kind of scheme what kind of people are like now well that's kind of what i'm asking is like if is like what she like the effect that she had on you like you know she was you know what she looked like how she dressed how, you know that she you know her smartness like she was kind like is i that, do, do like those kind of people now yes Right, that yeah, well. like, does that affect, like, the kind of partners that you think that you would ideally look for now? Do you think that she has, like, a very, like, do you think that maybe that's where it started, was, like, you know, those things that struck you about her still linger with you now? That might be because I still prefer dark hair over bright hair, and I do not like people that are not smart, and I do like kind people, so it's all still there, kind of. I see. Yeah. Um, well, that's nice. Well, it, it, at least it helps inform, you know, sometimes it's nice to talk about these things and, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, have, you know, like why, why, sometimes I think about that too. I'm like, why do I like, you know, I noticed the other <laughs> day that every, every long-term partner I've ever had was, yeah. you know, they all had 
dark hair or like crazy different like like non-natural colored hair mm -hmm. like because they dyed it all the time yeah um you know and i don't think it's because i prefer that it's just like it is like a at least i've never actively thought oh i only like brunettes you know i've never been that guy that's like well if you have blonde hair you're automatically yep. ugly i've <laughs> never been i've never been that way mm -hmm. um i appreciate attractiveness on a bunch of different levels um yeah. but but I have noticed that anyone who I have ever been intimate with or that like I've clicked with has always had dark hair. And so sometimes I wonder in the deep recesses of my brain if I'm biased and I just don't know that. Like if I haven't realized it, you know. Oh, so what's the reason um, for your bias if there's one? I, you know, I've been trying to deconstruct that. Like I think maybe again, like my first girlfriend, she had dark hair for the majority of her life until she started like dying it a bunch like in ninth and tenth grade and she went like purple and then red red was her main color for a very long time like a bright ass like fire engine red mm -hmm. um and so i thought i always liked the punk look to some degree just without all the extra tattoos um but i'm also learning that i don't mind that anymore either i think like i'm relaxing my tastes a bit more in my yeah. 30s where like you know like sometimes you just think that you know and you're just gonna you know but I think like you have all these biases that you need to relax because you realize like, hey, I could be missing out on a lot of great people because I'm being picky, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think maybe just because that was who my first crush was, I think maybe that influenced maybe a subconscious bias. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a big fat coincidence, man. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's a big fat coincidence. <laughs> you know, I just I also don't know a lot of blonde haired people and I don't know. And red hair is very rare. So that's true. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I know a lot of blondes, honestly. And I think, like, as people get closer to my age, a lot of people tend to dye their hair more because, like, you know, depending on your genes, your hair goes gray a little earlier, mm -hmm. even though, like, it's not, like, a lot, but it starts to. And I think that women, especially in America, I can't speak for anywhere else, tend to want to dye their hair either, like, a platinum blonde, so, like, it all looks white, yep. or, like, they'll dye it dark, you know? Um and so I don't know. I just I don't think I know a lot of blondes in my life anyway. <laughs> you know, my mother is blonde. Oh, maybe if she wants to hang out sometime, I'm just. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a bit older than you. <laughs> I told you I'm relaxing my bias. <laughs> you call. Never mind. I'm not then I would be your son. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you'd be my son and my brother. <laughs> your son, brother. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, what else do you got? What else is on your Um on What your else I got is that afterwards, after I had those experiences and after I started working and going to vocational school, I uh -huh. didn't really like had any big chances to like meet people because I went to work and then I came home at night and then I was just play video games. Right. And in the weekend I would be just so exhausted because uh, what I did not know at this point was a really draining job which would like totally drain me. And then I would need a weekend to like uh, regain my strength to like suffer through this new week of work I don't like. Sure, that's the introvert in you. Like, that's how you got to recharge, man. It's not really the only introvert. It's just that the work itself I didn't really like. Well, sure. Like, you get physically, you know, you get tired. But I mean, like, if mentally you're tired, too, mm -hmm. a lot of people need to recharge, yeah. you know, by themselves and just, like, do a whole lot of fucking nothing, you know? And because of that, the majority of people I've met were over the internet and over video games. Right. And... 
I've actually met a lot of people through playing Overwatch because I've played that for quite some time. And there has actually been one girl I kinda liked and then I me also said that we would together go to the Comic Con in London. Hmm. And after that, I told her that I like her, but she didn't respond well to that and told me that I should leave her alone. Oh no. And then I just went alone to the Comic-Con and that didn't work so well. Then I, I've also had like a lot of different friend groups and then at some sure. point uh, I met Mercy. Uh, also through Overwatch, and that's why she is called Mercy, because she's named after uh, character Mercy from Overwatch. Right, for those for those listening, by the way, because uh, not everybody probably knows what that is, Overwatch is a video game, a very popular kind of a shooter-type game, but it's kind of animated a little bit more, kind of comic booky, exactly, yeah. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's very iconic characters, some of which have been sexualized on the internet. <laughs> All of them uh, have been um, sexualized. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them have been. Uh, so there's a lot of memes about it um, on the interweb. So you've probably seen it, not even if you don't know what Overwatch is, you've probably seen it and not even known that that's what you're yeah. looking at. <laughs> so there's a character named Mercy and a person that Adrian met, who I also have met, um, named herself after a character named Mercy on the game Overwatch. Yes. So that's been your intermission ex- explanation. Go on, Adrian. <laughs> and it was actually really nice. And I would like my kind of next uh, love story, my next romance to start off kind of like my story of Mercy because um, the thing was that we just met randomly in a match and I liked the way she played because she played a support and actually did a good job as a support so I just invited her into my uh, party with what which was the voice chat and I just said to her hey you played well do you want to play, want to play again next time and then we became friends and then at some point we said that Hey, I've been looking to every time in my friends list if you were online and I was always happy when I saw you online and if you could play together. Oh, that's nice. And it was just like quiet and slow, romantic, kind of getting close to to another. And And she's in the Netherlands, right? Yes. Okay. Which I thought to myself, that's not that far away. That wouldn't be that much of a problem. Yeah, I'm not good at geography. I wouldn't know. It's around an hour away with the plane. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so we've played a bunch of video games together, and she's, like, really good at knowing things about Borderlands, because the week before I went to her, uh, we played the entire week Borderlands, and she knows every quest on top of her head where we need to go. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, Borderland, Borderlands is another comic booky kind of silly exactly. comedy game that also has a has shooting elements in it. Mm-hmm. For those of you at home who don't know, and then there was a Comic Con in the Netherlands because I told her I don't really want to like just fly over to you just because nothing's happening. 
But then she said, hey, there's a Comic Con in the Netherlands. And I thought, hey, that's cool. And I can, then we can go there and also meet each other. That, that's totally fine. I'll spend money sure. for that. And nice. uh, then I flew over to her. And it was a really nice flight because I just read a manga. And it felt like 10 minutes that the flight is. Yeah, and, yeah, I've had flights like that that were like an hour and a half. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. I watched like an episode of Impractical Jokers and I'm like, it's over? Fuck, yeah. let's keep going. I want to <laughs> finish the next episode. So fast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got, more, I got more stuff to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I arrived at her place and that's also kind of a bad thing that I named her name because I would also like to talk about the bad things that I didn't like about her. <laughs> well, let's just, let's just keep it non-superficial right let's just keep it like was there something about like was there something about like the way that you connected like i know that you guys had like your own like physical attractiveness things that you guys were like battling out but like what about personality wise like what what do you think like what do you think didn't click after you guys met i also didn't click quite is that also which i noticed with other people is when you always only play video games together you might have fun together, but you don't really get to know each other because you don't really spend a lot of time talking about uh, each other. I think that's normal. I think like, especially like, cause I've had online, like when I was going through my stint of being single, like I've had people I clicked with online, like I flirted with, or mm, yeah. like I was really big into Yahoo chat at the time. Like that was still a big deal at the time was like Yahoo chat was like the big thing. There were hundreds of chat rooms based on your location, based on, um, things you like there was role-playing chat where instead of talking about role-playing games which is what it was supposed to be mm. it was people literally role-playing as characters to okay. each other <laughs> in the chat and i got i bought into it i had so much fun with it that's yeah. how i kind of started to learn that like i liked that kind of thing okay um, that's interesting was because i i yeah i try i actually never thought about it until i said it just now but i think that might have been like <laughs> part of partly an influence is, is to me playing tabletop games now is you're learning things about i enjoyed <laughs> i enjoyed playing characters uh, at the time, um, but uh, but anyway, um, so like uh, I met a lot of great people through there, and then eventually I played World of Warcraft for a little while, and I met people doing that, mm. and I did finally, or no, it wasn't World of Warcraft. It was um, a game called Ragnarok Online. It was like a little Japanese sprite game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a role playing game, and you know, it was a bunch of people on there at once, and yeah, it was mostly PvP and stupid shit, but like. But I met some great people on there, and even a couple I know, people right? that I, you know, I had some, you know, little cyber flirts with and stuff like that, and that mm-hmm. was fun. But like, but once you kind of meet them in a certain setting, you're like, well, you know, there was so much kind of fire there because I think there was always like a an air of mystery, yeah, you know, like, and then you get there, and you know, but I did learn that, you know, when I did, there was one when I was in North Carolina that I got to meet and I ended up being friends with the guy. It wasn't a flirty thing. It was like a friend that I met. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, boy, I found out that I really enjoyed him more when I wasn't around him all the time. Like <laughs> yeah, when, we, nice when we started hanging out more in person, I was like, man, like he was cool and everything, but he was very much about himself and he was very obnoxious. At oh, times. yeah. I was, like I, did I was like, I really like you better from a distance. It's kind of like certain family I have. Mm-hmm. Like, we get along when I only see you once every couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but I do. I do think that when it comes to like online relationships and you meeting like with this person that you met you know through the comic-con or that convention i was like i was thinking i think that that was probably i wasn't there of course but i think 
looking back on it, that was probably a stressful time for both of you, I would imagine, you know, like yeah. you're meeting this person who you've been flirting with and really bonding with. And then there's a lot of pressure. It's like a first date, like on a dating app, like they're so fucking hard because you only have what idea they've given you. And then like everybody just expects that sparks have to be there. And I hate that. I hate when it comes to dating, especially in modern times where because movies romanticize this spark that needs to happen. Yes. Like my, mm-hmm. my last long-term relationship had no fucking spark for months. Like we were just hanging out and she didn't even like me when she first met me. Like, like you need to like hang out with someone and spend more time with them. Like I hate that people, I know there are some things that you can make a decision on the first date, but I've had women tell me I had a really great time with you today, but I didn't feel a spark. I'm like, well, that's a really shitty reason not to have a second date. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but I could you know, like, I feel like, on. Right, there could be one. Like, there was a lot of pressure. And if we got through that and it was still a good time, let's try, like, another one to see if there really isn't anything there. You know, give it a couple of weeks. Give it a couple of meets. Like, like with my last girlfriend, like, it took us, like, like I said, months. Like, not, like, literal 30, 40 days. But, like, you know, like, I'd see her a couple times a week. And, like, it took several of those to hangouts and, like, work events and stuff for me to be like hey you know what we actually have some things now that we're relaxed and we're used to seeing each other like you know we're finding things in common and for me i think that that's why i'll probably never meet somebody off the internet and date them because like for me everybody who i've ever dated was somebody that i've spent elongated times with Mm -hmm. like my first girlfriend that i had for years i met in high school my last two girlfriends i met through work when i had to spend one was a student and one was a teacher like i spent time with them on a regular basis and we grew to like each other you know like so anyway my point of all this is like i was thinking about like how when you met her I was like, that must have been a lot of pressure for you. You flew across like your country mm-hmm. to go and see her. Yeah. Uh, you left your country rather to see her in her country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's already a radical difference. You know, like no matter how much time you spend with somebody on the internet, in person matters. You know, like oh, yeah, definitely if you want to, yeah. you know, I, like I'm worried, Adrian, that when I meet you, that like you and I will <laughs> there'll be, just be no rocking. spark between us. <laughs> there'll be no spark, Adrian. There'll be no spark. We need to spend time together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, man, what if he like sucks, or what if he's stinky, or what if like he's mean to people, or what if like he's low key racist or something? I'm like, you know, what if he just says stupid shit that I got to correct him on all the time? You know? like. Like after me, I was telling you about my friend from North Carolina when I met mm-hmm. him. I was like, man, what if Adrian and I get along so well by distance, but when we get, we're in person with each other, like, man, they're annoying. <laughs> you know, like, what if you and I think the other one's annoying? You know, but we're not gonna know until like we hang out a few times. You know, um, I have a pretty good belief that we will get along with each other. I mean, I believe that too, yeah. Adrian. <laughs> I do. Uh, I believe that too. But like, you know, but there is a small part of me that anytime that yeah, I'm about to meet chance. somebody. Cause you idealize people, you know, like mm-hmm. I have a whole, I do, man, I speak the world of you to anybody. Anytime I'm ever talking about you, I speak the world of you, you know, but in my brain, I'm like, I'm also building him up to such a high degree that like, <laughs> I don't want him to feel like he has to meet these standards mm-hmm. when I meet him, you know? But anyway, my point is that like, sometimes I wonder about that with you. And like, even with me, where like, if we didn't meet this person under those interesting circumstances, like, should we have done it a few more times? You know, like, just because you meet somebody in person once, then you go back to only knowing them online. That doesn't mean that that spark has to go away. It just means that, like, something has changed and you have to see if you can wade through it. Yeah. Um, But that is something to think about. Like, everybody's different. But I know a lot of people nowadays, like, the moment that anything seems like it's going bumpy, they immediately just turn off because it's easier just to walk away than it Mm -hmm. is to try. You know? (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. Um, 
I think I think on I think just modern dating has been ruined for me, and I just yeah. think I need to like find somebody needs that I some can... effort. It can't all just be like flowers and roses, right? You know, so I need to find a place to meet people in person because I don't think I'm going to meet them online because I need to have times where I'll see maybe a coffee shop and I'll become a regular and I'll see other regulars and be like, hey, you're a regular, I'm a regular too. You That's know? <laughs> actually how my dad met his second wife. In a coffee shop. Well, it's a, it works. Look yeah. at that. Because I don't go to bars, so it has to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, long story short, I think that that's an interesting story. And like, I just, I often wonder, you know, like, could things have been different if the, the approach was slightly altered or yeah. if it wasn't under more stressful circumstances, you know? Because, um, like, yeah, you're a different person than when I met you, like, what, two years ago almost now? That's true, yeah. Um, like who knows if this the, the girl you met like at least from when I've met her up to this point just a few months ago I feel like she's grown a ton you know so like sometimes I just think like people are just they're awkward they're really fucking awkward and you you are just a totally different man mm. I think than when I met you before you know um, so I just I think, think it's interesting all how the things time. change absolutely and you sometimes just don't realize it because mm. like like current Adrian is so common to me. That like looking back at like how fucking awkward and quiet you were when I first started talking to you is like weird. Who's this guy? It's weird. I'm yeah. like, I, it's just it's weird to me. I'm like, how have you not always been just this more <laughs> outgoing guy who's building a community and wants to stream and you know has a group of friends that really likes him? I'm like, where was this guy? Like, how is he? I just now started to, you know, if this guy was there in the past, things would have gone different. Yeah, who knows who knows what would have been different it yeah. could have been better or it could have been worse mm. you know <laughs> like when i told that story about how i met my girlfriend and then like we dated three times like i was different each time we went back at it you know like one i need a mustache and and one learn. time you don't oh man i'm 33 almost 34 and i still can't grow a mustache you know, it's just <laughs> not gonna happen it, uh, my mustache always looks like I'm trying to grow a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I'm really trying. I'm like, like I'm like that 18 year old. Like, yeah, it's really starting to come in. Thick, you know? it's, like, it's just what it looks like when I let it grow. It doesn't ever connect, and it doesn't look like a real mustache at all. Mine probably is more that I'm growing too much hair, and it's a hassle to uh, shave off all the time because I don't want hey, one. Hey, sometimes you're gonna go bald on top, and all the hair is gonna be sucked through your brain and out through the bottom of your chin yeah. instead. <laughs> It'll, it'll happen. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's next on your list of things? Uh, next, I wanted to kind of still talk about the online thing and also about the next topic. Okay, and go ahead. That is that I've also met some other people online. There's two, and one of them was a lesbian, which I found out. And then... The other one, I think she... these, hmm? these were crushes? Uh, not quite crushes, but it's like me as a teenager, pretty much every girl I met, I was thinking, hmm, do I like this girl? <laughs> and so I wouldn't quite really call this crushes, but rather me just overthinking this whole dating thing. And well, that's kind of what all of us fucking do, I think. Yeah. <laughs> And the other girl had two girls that I'm pretty certain they had a crush on me, but I didn't quite like them. And that's been a problem I had actually multiple times. 
There's also oh, really? a girl. I was two weeks in England for like a kind of like a student exchange, but it was just me basically paying so I can go there and get to the school. Right. And I also met a girl there who was also from Germany. And I kind of clicked with her and people were making jokes about us that we are a couple and stuff. And I'm pretty sure that if I wanted to, I could have become a couple with her. But it's the problem as so often before that I didn't quite really like her. And then there were like these two other people I met online and then recently there's this other girl that I met on Twitter that has a crush on me that I don't quite like. And I also made this TikTok once where I talk about that I'm kind of annoyed about myself that I have such weird standards. And it would be just so much easier if I would just like people. Just whatever, how they look or how they are. Yeah. Well, that is, like, that's what I was saying earlier is, like, for me, like not to redirect it back to me but just to kind of like relate a little bit is yeah. like like you, you, maybe it won't be now but like i believe that everybody finds like that their restrictions relax mm-hmm. as they get older not everybody's that way some people who are in their their 20s already are just like hey i'll take everyone yeah. you know? like pansex- <laughs> pansexuals especially sometimes i think people are discovering that earlier and earlier about themselves mm-hmm. um but like as far as like your tastes like like your what you're attracted to i think will change because like i mean i know will change because like for me now like something that my girlfriend before my last one she dressed kind of like very I don't want to say very conservatively, but she always wore like really long skirts and kind of, it almost looked like she was, um, I don't really know how to describe it, but she kind of had like an old fashioned look to her, uh, with the way that she liked to dress and do Mm -hmm. her hair and how she did her makeup. She looked very kind of almost like old school pinup, like (laughs) look, I don't really know how to describe it, but at that time I didn't know that I would like that until I met her mm-hmm. like I would not have looked for a girl like her until I met her and just learned about her and then being around her I was like man like she has such a cool vibe you know and I wouldn't have thought that I would have liked that before and recently just to kind of sh- share kind of when you said like you you know you're like why can't I just like people you yeah. know like I'm only now learning this about myself like through all this extra um, uh, exposure on the internet and mm-hmm. to, to new people is that like i'm realizing that like five years ago if i had seen a girl covered in covered in tattoos i'd have been like nope gross yeah you know because <laughs> like like i had opinions about it back then that like i look back now i'm like that's so stupid mm-hmm. like you know 25 year old adam like why would you like that's dumb you know <laughs> so but then as like i'm a near 34 year old like i'm look, i'm on these dating apps again i thought i'd give them a try again and i'm looking and I recently realized that I was like, I saw this really attractive girl that like, like, I just, I don't know why I find her attractive. But the thing that I noticed the most was, you know what? She has ta- like sleeves of tattoos up and down her arms yeah. and across her chest. And I know that like five to eight years ago, I'd have been like, nope, that would have been an easy click. Nope. But now I'm like, well, hey, you know, and like, I didn't notice the tattoos because I thought they were hot. I noticed the tattoos and realized that I wasn't like upset at them mm. you know what i mean yeah you wanted to post and, them 
Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting how like when you realize like, man, I've been like, and, and I think I'm starting to realize like I've been putting every woman in a box, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you have to fit in this box or like you're not good. And I think the box has gotten bigger. And I think right now for me, it's more of ideological things that like really matter to me. Like, what do you believe in? Like, what do you support? Like, what social causes do you care about? Like, how do you look at the world? And like, if somebody says, I hate people, then like, that's it. That's more of a turnoff for me. Cause I'm just like, I feel like you're not giving people a chance or maybe, maybe for you, you've just been hurt enough. And like, that's what your battle, you know? But for me, I'm finding it's more like, like you said earlier, like smartness. Like I, I, I like intelligence. I like mm-hmm. social intelligence, yes. emotional intelligence. Um, so maybe that'll change for you. Like sometimes you don't realize that the tide has turned, has changed, until like it has, you know. And hopefully that comes with us sooner than later. Because... I'm sure there's a way to curb that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool, another thing I want to talk about is, is my current situation, my current lifestyle. Is yeah. that I now live uh, at home and I do kind of go to work, but I don't really meet any people there except for my boss because it's just me and Tim who like go around and do our work. And then I'm at home and I work at home or I talk with people online or play something. And it happens to that rarely that I go out of my house for something else other than work. And I think just that I'm not really meeting people because this whole online thing doesn't work so well either. But I'm also not really going outside to meet people. And then just year after year passes and nothing really has happened. And even though I'm still rather young, that's still kind of a stressful thing to think about. What specifically is stressful about it? That, that like you don't meet enough people? or That I'm growing like older and older and not having as much experience. And then when I do end up, end up uh, seeing a person I like that I just that they will have like a lot of experience because we are both uh, at the end of our 20s or something and I'll be, be there and I won't know what to do because I haven't really experienced a lot of dating. So you're worried that because you feel you have a lack of experience that um, that will be a an anchor for you um, to make it harder for you to like get into the dating pool. Yes. Um, or if you do meet somebody that you will feel inadequate to handle that situation because you'll think they have more experience than you. Mm-hmm. I said that more of experience that I have less experience. Right. Well, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, it's not that they'll have more, just that I'll have less. Thus meaning they have more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit more of a pessimistic view. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I, that's what I was saying earlier is I think that people tend to um you know about the spark. It's just easier to not try or to easier to just think in the negatives and move on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think I think that's a normal feeling. Um to to think that, you know, you're ill-equipped. I feel that too, man. I've had I don't have a lot of experience with going out and dating new people, but I have a ton of experience dating someone for extended periods of time, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, I always were like, if someone would give me a shot, I could show them that like, 
I'm good. But for me, I need time to give a good impression because yeah. apparently I suck at doing it on the first one. <laughs> you know, um, much to uh, the uh, disbelief of many people I know. They're like, what? I don't know. Oh, what? I don't just assume, you know. No, no. I have a hard time making good first impression because people don't trust people. And I'm someone who's like, hey, I'm a nice person. Let's be friends. Let's go out. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much like that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's it's weird. It's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 a, it's a different kind of challenge for sure. But um, I would be worried less about the, the idea that you may have less experience. Um, and be more understanding that people are just leery of everyone and just as picky as you think you may be yeah. everybody else is pretty picky about mm -hmm. what they want to and the you problem know? yeah like um, you know you may say people have their own biases and their own preferences even though they may be you know let's just say bisexual right They're, they may still even though they are open to both they may still have a preference to one or you I think know, they're pretty common. Yeah, there are people mm. that who like really like bigger people. You know, yeah. like someone who's like heavier set. Like that's just what they like. And even though they'll say, "Hey, I, I just want to meet someone who likes the things I like," you know, and you may say, "Hey, I fit all those things." Like I also like those things. They may look at you and say, "Hey, you know what though? You don't fit like the physical mold that I like." Mm. You know, and that's more than enough for them. You know, like that's more than enough to be like, "Oh, that's enough. I'm done." You know. Like, even though, like, you fit everything else that you check all the boxes, even if it's not a physical thing, maybe it's like, you know, like you check all the boxes, but maybe you live more than 15 miles away from them. And they're like, well, I ain't making that kind of effort. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. That's just you know? so um, many things that could go wrong and something like that. Yeah. And it's a kind of a bummer because, like, you know, I think we all often make those decisions that could, like, keep us from connecting with someone who like even if it's not a romantic relationship could be like a friendship that like mm -hmm. could be really lasting yeah you know um so it is a bummer um that that's kind of the way a lot of things are but that's why you got to hold on to the people that do want to stay in your life and that do find a connection with you because even if it's not romantic first of all you never know if it could be you yeah. know not to say that you should hold on to hope for that but shit happens like i said my ex you know i didn't meet her with the plan of dating her <laughs> you know um, and you know, sometimes shit just happens, but, but even if it doesn't, it's so nice to know that you have those people who will make the effort in your life. You know? mm -hmm. um, so I'll keep believing there will be sparks between us. I will believe that <laughs> if not, I will bring some flint and some steel and yes. I will make sparks. And then I'll make that's a right. fire and grill some meat. Well, that's right. We'll grill some big old wieners, some big old sausages or some bratwursts. Those are pretty tasty. I love bratwurst. Yeah. Uh, what else you got on your list? Um, anything like prudent or pertinent that's uh, like burning on your mind of things that you wanted to... Just kind of some more little things and that are like sure. in between those stories. Um, stuff like uh, after leaving my job, like during my job, I didn't really have any energy for dating because the job was really draining. And then after my job, I wanted to concentrate on myself because I was thinking my life is kind of in shambles except for that I do have a home and stuff so that I first need to concentrate on getting my life together and then we are at like one or two years ago like I think in my 23rd birthday I said to myself hey I should try this dating thing again uh, but since then, nothing really has 
Ruark so far. Well, you're what? Turning 25 in 24. July? Oh, you're only 24. So you're 23 right now. Yeah, I'm 23 right now. Oh, it's oh, 10 right. years we're, less we're, than you. <laughs> oh, right. We're directly 10 years less than each other. I yeah. forgot it was almost exactly 10 years. Yep. <laughs> I forgot about that. To the day, so almost 10 years. Yeah, almost to the day. <laughs> you, almost, I just forgot about that. Yeah. Almost to the day. Uh, so, audience, Adrian's birthday is one day after mine, yeah. and he is 33. <laughs> he is 23, and I am 33, soon to be 34, and he's soon to be 24 the yeah, day so after Yeah, it's almost like 10 years. <laughs> That's fucking radical. That's, that's amazing to me man if we were brothers in real life like fucking you know like growing up like man our birthdays would have been so easy we been yeah the same <laughs> like you would have to have two people been... i can remember the birthday of that's just because they're so close so yeah. wow so and, the, and right right now we're in the threes we're like you know my birthday's on the 23rd and i'm 33 mm. Um, yeah, you know, funny your, as birthday's, <laughs> your birthday's on the 24th, mm. you know, and you're turning 24. So yeah. like, now we're, yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, what were we talking about? Why are we talking about? Oh yeah. Oh wait. So the reason I was asking is cause you were talking about, you know, oh, I need to try this dating thing again. I'm, I'm getting older and I'm like, yeah. is he like 20, is he turning 25? Like <laughs> some people have a, some people have a crisis at 25, but I'm just like, I have my I life crisis early on so I can have that over with and just continue on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to tell you, Adrian, but once you hit past 25, you're going to have another one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you hit 30, you're going to have another one. <laughs> You know, because every 20-something thinks that 30 is old for some fucking reason. I don't. I love experience. my 30s. No, absolutely not. Actually, <laughs> I love my 30s, dude. I love them. Um, but, like, so many of my other friends, like, I'm surrounded by people who dread turning 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, for them, I call it the dirty 30s. But mm. for me, I call it the, the flirty 30s. Yeah. Where, like, I feel like I'm finally feeling more confident. And, like, I kind of know what I want out of life. And, you know, even though I'm a little behind you know like on where i would like to be by now like at least i know i feel like i've really matured to what i need to be right now yeah <laughs> so like and for me in my 30s just, dude. like your 20s just before money yeah exactly you're, yeah i think it was a meme you shared or yeah. something <laughs> your 30s are your 20s but you have more money yes. but also more debt that's true yeah <laughs> more debt more money more, more years on your life but anyway, so you were talking about how like you want to get back into the dating scene after mm, you're like, exactly, being exhausted yeah. with work and everything. And then I tried some dating apps and that didn't quite work. And I also recently downloaded Tinder because I wanted to try that out. But that app kind of scares me because when I think about Tinder, it's about people like matching each yeah, other right. and then instantly meeting and stuff like that. Right. That kind of gives you the feeling that things would happen too fast, and I don't think that I want that. You need this nice slow burn. Yeah. I can see that. I understand that. And also, there's been a couple of things, a couple of occasions, where I did like a person, but there were circumstances that made it not happen. For example, there have been people that I've gotten to know that I that I liked but then I said hey I'm becoming transsexual or hey I'm lesbian or so many things that sure. they just wouldn't quite want to like me or yeah yeah that's also kind of sad yes. 
yeah, it sucks. But like that, like I said, there, sometimes there are just changes that you don't know about you mm. or them. You know, they have, you know, they realize things about themselves. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's just that's just the way it be. Unfortunately, you know, like if you had your hopes up, <laughs> you know, we do tend to idealize people. Mm. Um, but you know, but it happens. Yeah. Um, it's it's unfortunate, but it's a good. It's it's what I would call a good growing pain. Yes. You know, it's something that you learn about the world, you learn about yourself, you learn about people that you care about, uh, and it's something that you can, you, it has the potential to be used for good, you know, but some people would take it a negative way, like, oh, I, you know, my best friend used to think, oh, I only ever love lesbians, you know, <laughs> yes. well, like, you know, because his first dating experience was he dated a girl in high school, mm-hmm. and then she ended up learning that she was a lesbian, yeah. and that left an effect on him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he felt, even though it didn't happen all that often, that left such an impact on him because he grew to like her so much that he was like, man, like, you know, do I even try? Am I, am I going to fall in love with another person who only likes <laughs> I women? I had that photos about at some point. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes, like... I don't want to call that trauma exactly. I guess it could be categorized as some kind of social trauma, but mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes those bad incidents make your brain think some, you know, when you look at it in hindsight, you're like, well, that's a weird fucking thing to think, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but in the moment you can't, you can't help that. That's what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Even though logically, you know, all right, that's like unconventional. Why am I thinking that? But in the moment you're like, but I can't help it. That's where my mind is. That's where my heart is. And that's just how I feel. You yeah. Know? Uh, Sometimes you're just unlucky and then you start thinking those things. Sometimes, you know, sometimes. Um, But yeah, I think from all this, we can learn that like there are growing pains that we have that, you know, we look back on and we and it's it's nice because like we found in our conversation today, like, hey, you know, I didn't know these things about myself or I wonder if that memory has anything to do with how I think of things now. Yeah. You know, I think as long as we can learn from it, I think none of it has been wasted. You know, I try to think that with everything I do because today I was working again with the Unreal Engine and animation, and every time when a hiccup happens and I can't continue with something and I need to research something how it works, I think this might be annoying to do now, but it's a learning experience and it'll just be easier next time. Sure, I do try to see things more optimistic. Yeah, it's important because you could think, boy, I can feel my rage boiling. I need to step away from it. But am I going to, is this going to be productive for me at the end of the day to be yeah. mad at it? Mm-hmm. You know, Like probably not. You're right to feel mad. They're your feelings and you're allowed to have them. But you also get to decide how long do I want to hang out in this area of emotion? Yeah, and then just <laughs> you know, sleep again. <laughs> Like, if you choose to continue to be broody because it's easier than, like, trying to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know, then at some at some point, like, you've made that decision. That is your choice to just be upset yeah. and give up. And that doesn't help know? anyone. No, you know, but, like, you know, you handle your emotions how you want to handle mm-hmm. them. But at the end of the day, you know, the world is going to do what the world is going to do, and then you get to decide how you're going to react. You can be angry, and that's okay. Some things are going to piss you off, and they piss me off. But what are you going to do about it? You know, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to handle it? Are you going to do something to help someone else to help yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, what is going to make you feel better, you know, instead of just being feeling hopeless, you know? Um, Yeah. For the last question, I just thought of that. Uh, Do you maybe that we both describe what we currently think would be the perfect partner? 
Oh, that would be a hard... I, I don't know if that's a question I can answer well, but let me think. I mean, do you already have an idea? Kinda, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to you wanna go for... Uh, yeah, for me, I think I, that's a struggle. Um, and... <laughs> uh, let's see. Definitely someone who's ambitious. Just keep it... Yeah, keep it PG. Don't get yeah. too descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody who is like ambitious, who wants to do like bigger things, because people that just go to work and have their normal day-to-day -day life and then go home and are fine with that. I think it's totally good for those people if you're fine with that. But I'm a person who wants to achieve more in life and I also would like to have a partner that is like that because I also look at people like some YouTube couples where like there are partners that create then projects together and work together and sure. something like that I think I would really like and okay so so well, on that note like I know that you have more but like as you're as you're continuing maybe think about like if you had to like what would be like if you can't have all of those things what would be like like uh like i'm trying to think of the right word like as you describe this person your ideal person mm -hmm. um if you can't have all of them what would be like at least like the main let's just say three like all right like these are really important to me that like you know because even even if like your mind may change later like yeah. where's your mind at now uh it's like what what's really important to you the most important like number one two and three the one of the things i just mentioned it's because i mentioned it first uh that are ambitious people because otherwise i might just think that you're kind of boring okay and also that you're a curious person that wants to learn just kind of goes together with the first one. Sure. And also that you are a nice person. Because mean people are bad. Kindness does matter. Yeah. Some people don't know how to be nice, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. Yes. <laughs> um, and was that is the stuff comes. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what else do you have um those are the free ones okay i mean there can be more i was just curious like if there was like you know like top three you know if, if there's more you can say them i was just curious mm, i don't know if there would be more if they will come to my mind right now okay openness would be a good thing that you're open to new things sure sure i think i think being open-minded is yeah a huge attractive quality definitely um, yeah you know like don't just be closed off like this is what i like and this is it and i don't have um, i won't change my mind you know <laughs> also, um, um two things being able to understand my humor which can be kind of weird at times and being able to speak english because if i do happen to meet a german girl and she can't speak english it would be also a minus point because my whole life is kind of in English, and that would be a problem. <laughs> Except for your web browser, which is in German. Yep. 
Uh, that's also one of the reasons why I don't uh, write my relatives that much because when I do find like a funny meme or something or an article that is interesting, it's usually in English, and I know that I don't really speak English well, so it won't really be useful to them. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, a language a language barrier can be challenging. Yeah. Um, if somebody were willing to work with me, I would be fine with it. Honestly, like if I met like a Spanish woman or really anyone, um, just I know that my, I'm more likely to meet a Spanish speaker in America, but. Um, but like if I met somebody who like kind of had broken English, but they mostly like I would use an app until I learned, dude, like mm. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Honestly, it would be a challenge, but I would be I would love the opportunity. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think yeah. what what a better way to learn a new language than to like, you know, fucking date somebody who's like learning it. So like they can learn their English and you could, they I can learn whatever their language is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, that's the best kind of way to learn is like because you, you have to. Like jump, getting tossed into the community and just being like, "Well, gotta learn." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll learn the word for bathroom eventually. Oh, I totally. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, Donde esta el baño, please, <laughs> por favor. <laughs> um, oh, you speak Spanish me, so well. Well, that's a pretty easy one. <laughs> Donde estas, whatever is like, where is you know? But I think um, for the right person, you can make anything really work. Absolutely. For for me, now that I've had to, what I was I was thinking about, I had to actually open up my dating profile because I think I wrote something on it that said like my ideal person. Mm-hmm. Um, and on I have I have two dating profiles that I check pretty regularly, and they both say something kind of similar that I didn't I didn't make them at the same time. So like that's why I was thinking like well, what did I say each time? Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that pops up the most is that like I like somebody who's silly, yes. like I like somebody who's like very like who is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I know humor is a big attractive quality for like women that love in men, but like I like that in a girl too because I think I grew up in a time where like girls were still like, you know, like now that the world is changing a bit and like media and stuff, like you see more funny girls, you see more funny women on the internet Mm -hmm. or on TV shows, like in leading roles, and like I think that's important to me. I keep thinking about celebrities that I really like, and you know, like what like female celebrities specifically. What do I like about them? I'm like they're almost always in like comedic shows. They're almost always fucking weird and silly and they say the goofiest shit. And I'm like, man, I really like that. You know, and I'm thinking like, what did I like about my ex so much? You know, she was absolutely a stunning woman and I I loved that about her. She was just really kept herself in shape and she was just naturally pretty. She had a very, you know, she very pixie look to me. Mm -hmm. But like, I kept thinking like, I loved how she looked, but why, why did we stay together for as long as we did? You know, and I was like, cause she met all the physical attractive qualities, but that doesn't always mean I want to date you, you know? Um, but I was like, it's cause she was fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first thing that I liked about her that I, that I remember, I still can remember to this day was she was coming to my, um, work and we were going to work on a project together. And she had stopped at this like gas station slash restaurant called sheets. And she grabbed these things called cinnamon bites. And she was over at the table (laughs) in the Mm -hmm. big room. And she ate one and the, the joy of that thing that she wanted so badly made her so happy that she did like this little like arm wiggly dance oh thing. That God, I can't really so <laughs> but she was so happy that she danced. And I was like, and that was the moment I knew that I was like, after all those months of knowing her, yeah. that was like where I was like, like, I, I just remember that being the moment that I was like, uh, huh, I think I might kind of like her a little bit. You know? I can totally relate like, to that. If I would see that, I would maybe fall for that too because that's yeah i don't like that was the moment where i was like 
boy, it's like she's fucking so silly that she just yeah. did like an emotive <laughs> dance because of a food that she likes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I was like, damn. So that's when I realized, boy, I'm starting to think about her a lot now, mm. you know? So I think that that's important to me is that like you're like you're funny, you're silly, like you're okay with just being weird and you don't care who knows it, you know? Like that's super attractive to me that like you're unabashedly silly. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not forced. It's just who you are because mm. that's a big part of who I am. So that's a big one for me is like, you don't have to naturally be funny. Like you don't have to be ha ha funny, but you're unabashedly you. And if you're kind of weird and if you look at things differently and you know, you're just kind of silly, you don't have to be like cracking jokes, but if you're just mannerisms are funny and you don't care, that's huge to me. I don't know why that's so attractive to me, but it is. Um, maybe it's a confidence thing. I don't know. Maybe I just think that they feel more confident just being themselves. They're not afraid to be silly. I don't know. Um, but that's a big one. That's like number one for me, I think, more than anything. is like you got to be okay with just being silly, mm-hmm. you know, like and just not being shy. Like if you and I have interaction together and like we're being funny, like, you know, you, you jump into it. You add to the humor. You don't run away from it, you know, because um, you got to be able to laugh. Yeah. I think that's the humor important. isn't scary humor is so such a big deal Mm. um but yeah i think beyond that i think a number two would like i hate to say it but like because of the political climate here like i think your social causes are like so there i would have not thought about these as much years ago Mm -hmm. but i think one bad thing about our political and social climate here well not one bad thing but the fact that we have kind of a bad one has brought my attention to so many things that i should care about I think it's important that like we share similar like my last girlfriend was a conservative like I didn't care about that at the time yeah. you know and I still wouldn't now but how you vote matters like if what your beliefs are conservative but if you vote for bad people then like that shows me that you don't care about people outside of yourself and so to me if you don't care about social causes like you know like women's reproduction or like trans lives and things like that like that's important to me. And like, if we can't agree on that, then like, I don't think I can see you as good of a person as you may be or could be, you know, you have to be open-minded. You have to be at least want to discuss those things. You know, if you vote a certain way because of certain policy, that's one thing. But if you vote a certain way because you believe in women shouldn't have the choices and trans lives shouldn't matter. And that like books are bad. Like that's, that's a huge red flag, that's you know, so kind of for silly. me, yeah like that's silly for all the wrong reasons like that's just like ignoramus stuff right there like that and thirdly which kind of piggybacks on those things is like you have to care about other people like Mm -hmm. to some degree you don't have to love people like me i understand not everybody is like me you know i I understand that you know it's hard i wish more people were (laughs) but they're not and for me i think you have to to some degree care about how what you do affects other people mm-hmm. like in in the little things your everyday things like you know do you leave a spill for the janitor right do you pick up your trash if you missed a trash can do you use your turn signal when you're driving because you know that it can make someone else's commute a little easier too do you like do you maybe think like maybe my job matters some way? Maybe I don't like to interact with people, but I like to work in an environment that I know makes a difference somehow. Do you donate to good causes? Do you, you know, this, do you, are you more mindful of what, how your actions affect the earth and the people around you? You know, like that matters to me in a, in a very big way. 
I would say maybe even I might even put that at number one first instead of humor. I think actually I'm going to, I'm going to make that number one is you have to care about what your actions do and how they affect other people. Even if maybe you aren't aware of what you do at the time, how it matters, if it's been made aware to you, you don't fight against it because you're embarrassed. Mm, you like yeah. realize like, oh shit, I didn't realize the things I was saying or the things I was doing would affect people, you know, and then you adjust. You know, I think you need to be okay with being told that what you did was hurtful or what you're doing could be improved. And then you spend your life trying to be a little better than you were the day before. You know, like, I think that that matters so much. Like, if there's one thing that frustrates me on a very regular basis, dude, is like people who are flagrantly selfish or self-involved. And I know some people are raised that way and they don't know. Like they might not know what they're doing is such a dickish thing that they do because they can only think about their own convenience, mm-hmm. you know, and while they know, or if they don't know that about themselves, that's still a quality that I am aware of that is hard to get past, even though I know you can learn from it. Um, but as you said, open-mindedness is, is a big, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, if I had, if I had to rank, rank them, I think it would go, you have to care about how you affect others. Uh, you got to be unabashedly silly. Like you have to just be okay with being yourself, at least around me, if nobody else. Um, and then the third one, um, what did I say? Oh, social causes, mm-hmm. you know, which I guess is kind of ties in with number one, but I think those are all important. Um, is yeah, social causes, silliness and, um, caring about others, like how you affect others, I think is important. Actually, let's make it three S's situational awareness, <laughs> social causes, silliness, the three S's of Adam's dating hopes. You social should. causes, silliness, in, uh, and uh, and salad. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. All right, I'm done. I know I went on like a two and a half minute tirade, but I'm done. That was it. Yeah. Um, I gotta write that down. Me. Yeah. One of the last things I want to say is something I just remembered that I also talked with Chesha about is that she told me about some friends of hers that they say that. Uh, some of her friends uh, complain all the time about their partner that they don't really like them that much and they're just staying with them just to have a partner and she also has some friends who have partners that always tell her how cool her partner is what kind of good things they've done uh-huh. and I definitely want to have like that kind of partner that when I would talk to you or another friend I would say hey my girlfriend did like this cool thing or I would just like constantly like uh, say good things about it because I just think that she's such a great person. Yeah, I think a, a continued like interest kind of in person. pride is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's I think that's wonderful. You know, as long as you're not overbearing about it, being like, "Oh, my husband just made another <laughs> no. four million dollars today." Yes. <laughs> you know, but if you're like, "Hey, you know, I'm really proud of my girl. Like, she's yeah. got like I don't know, like an art show coming up, or mm-hmm. like she just released like this album, or yeah. you know, she just got promoted." You know, like that's great. Like mm-hmm. that means that you're happy for them. You know, I want to be happy. That ties in with how I feel of, huh? I want to be happy for others and myself. Right, you know, yeah. that's part of one of my three S's. You mm-hmm. know, you gotta, you gotta care about other people's situations. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta care outside of yourself. Maybe let's change it. Oh, you know what? I don't want to call it situational awareness. I want to call it selflessness. Is what I want to call it. Yeah, that's less selflessness. Yeah, let's call it that. Um, yeah. Um, was that all of your main points? We've been that's going about an hour and everything. ten so far. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, do you have any final thoughts or any final words before we uh, wrap up? Any like maybe main notes or maybe um, um, ideas that you want to share or anything like that? Anybody is listening to this and is interested, my Twitter is Moses underscore senpai. <laughs> you mean interested in like talking you up to see if you guys get, get yeah. along? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as you guys heard, Adrian, he is turning 24 in a couple of days. Um, he is uh, very intelligent. Yeah, here, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a review. OK, OK. Yeah, that's um, a cool idea. Yeah. So listen, if you made it this far to the end of the episode and you're OK with somebody who like is OK with like maybe talking to somebody long distance again, not say, you know, not to say it's impossible, but like just to kind of even if you're just looking for friends, you know, like Moses under, underscore senpai S N S S m-o-s-e-s like moses with an s and then senpai s-e-n-p-a-i on on twitter um he is a very sweet boy uh who um has grown immensely over the past probably two years since i've known him i'm not gonna say it was entirely because of me but i like to think i helped um and (laughs) um and i think um he he's a creative type which i didn't mention earlier but like i tend to click well for friendship and in dating with people who are creative Mm, yes um who like who like logic but also like a creative approach to things but he's a very creative person he likes to learn he's teaching himself things just from off the internet um he's ambitious he has big things in mind that he wants to do he's not afraid to travel uh he's more traveled than fucking most people i know he's been (laughs) to several countries just around his own um he likes k-pop you don't have to like that but like it's a bonus <laughs> if you do yeah um and you need to live with and, that if you don't right you just have to be okay with him liking <laughs> k-pop and just be okay with it um but he's a genuinely nice person i uh, you know i think if i'm being realistic there like one thing to be aware of is that like just from me getting to know him is there's things he still needs to learn but the nice thing about him is that he is open to learning so, you know, if he didn't know something and he speaks a certain way and you tell him like, hey, that's not correct, he doesn't fight you about it. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't know that, you know, and then he plugs it into his mainframe and then he'll apply that for the future. He's one of the more open minded people that I know. Um, and I think that, you know, quite frankly, uh, I think personally, he tends to think he's behind in a lot of things, but I think he's ahead to more than most people of his age that I know. Um, so maybe you can help slow him down a bit and just help him appreciate, you know, that he doesn't have to be in a hurry to be good at everything. (laughs) Um, you know, but I think that he would, uh, he would appreciate having somebody else who consistently reminds him that what he's doing now is probably more than what most people do in a day. Um, so yeah, that's my review. He's a nice guy and, um, you know, he's a very open-minded individual. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. If I was emotional, I would shout out to you now. If you were emotional, he would shed. But yeah. he's not. He's a robot. He has no emotions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, he's he's he 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 is a robot that understands the laugh, uh, the the comedy, yes. the happy emotion. Mm-hmm. I only like you the know. happy emotions. Yeah. He turned off his he turned off his crying duct. Yes. Um, <laughs> because it just it short circuits his face, so <laughs> you have to get rid of that. Um. But yeah, so that's it. So um, yeah, that's that's. Oh oh oh, and uh, also, um, if uh, you know, I think I'm gonna be launching another show pretty soon. Not just for shares a lot, but 
I have another idea in mind, so keep an eye out on, on my Twitter as well. Um, oh, that sounds interesting. At, I'm still using the Role Players Twitter, so it's at Role Players Win, R O L L P L A Y E R S um, Win uh, on, the, on the Twitters. I'm also on Instagram uh, at True, that's T R U E, and then my last name, which is Morton, M O R T O N. So I just started being kind of active on there, so it's kind of a small account. I don't know if I'll keep doing it, but I'm there, so if you want to come and say hi, come and do that. So yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see you there. So cool. Um, all right, Adrian. Since you were host, yeah. Since you were since you were a host, I guess you should you should end the episode since you started it. And I shall end the episode with the words you've probably heard a bunch of times. And as always, take care of your mind, your heart, and each other. And wish you all a nice day. Bye bye. Bye.